Hello and welcome to Truth versus Hype. By the time this report airs, thousands of words of print and hundreds of television hours would have been spent in detailing, in largely favorable terms, the life and times of Atal Bihari Vajpayee. But reducing the BJP stalwart simply to hagiography is doing him no favors. In fact, his rich, complex legacy on whether he was the Nehru of the Indian right or a Mukota or a mask who sanctioned the excesses of his ideological parivar is what makes Atal Bihari Vajpayee one of the most relevant and fascinating figures in contemporary Indian politics. The perception of Vajpayee as a politician of moderation and good sense so deeply ingrained that it's easy to forget a political baptism rooted in the RSS. He was a RSS pracharak initially. He did his uh, post-graduation from Kanpur and he got in touch uh, with uh, Bhaurav Devras of the RSS. He was at that time uh, Sahasar Kareva and Parampuja Shri Guruji was uh, Sarsangha Chalak. Then uh, he decided to be a pracharak uh, of RSS. He was going to Shakha, he was, became a Swayam Sevak in Gwalior itself. He was a very disciplined uh, RSS Swayam Sevak, regular to Shakha. Just look at Bajpayee's initial uh, poetry. Hmm. Uh, it was that poetry which almost all RSS pracharaks used to sing. Hmm. Hindu Tanman, Hindu Jeevan. Hmm. Hmm? Ragrag Hindu Mira Parichai. Yadiyaj Dehli ke khandhar sadiyon ki nitra se jakkar gunjar uthe unke swar se Hindu ki jai to kya vismay Hindu tanman Hindu jeevan Ragrag Hindu Mira. But there was even at that time a countervailing influence. You know before he came to the RSS we should remember that for some time he was with the student union or the student organization affiliated to the communist party he you know he was also influenced for some time in his youth by uh, the marxist ideology then he became an activist of the rss and in his early years of course he uh, his uh, early poems are you know, much influenced by a certain Hindu political outlook. But he outgrew that. The evolution shows up in the telling of Vajpayee's political trajectory, a rising star of the Jansang and later the BJP, making potent attacks on his political rivals and yet earning their respect. बार बार इस चर्चा में एक और जनाएं सुनाई दिया है कि बाजपाई तो अच्छा है मगर पार्टी अच्छा तो अच्छे बाजपाई का आप क्या करने का इरादा रखते हैं? He had great appreciation and he had great differences of opinion with Nehru, but in spite of those opinions, differs opinion differences. He held Nehru as a great parliamentarian and someone who laid the foundation of India's parliamentary democracy. And parliamentary democracy is one thing that Vajpayee held very high. You know, Jansang was terribly against Simla agreement. 
when it final the final verdict of simla agreement we were terribly against but in the midst of this agitation he was called by indira gandhi it seems for some consultation and uh, she was in simla so she requested him to come and then she for some reason did not want the uh, dialogue to take place uh, inside the room so she said why don't we come out so when they came out in the open outside the room in the garden it started drizzling it seems but vajpayee was so engrossed in explaining some things to her although they were political adversaries critics of one another bitter critics of one another but that did not deter indira gandhi from consulting vajpayee in a striking example of his lack of adherence to hindutva dogma lk advani says if vajpayee had his way there may have been no bjp at all when in 1980 yes we discussed whether bjp should be formed or not hmm. he was slightly reluctant he was ha- bhai, he was happy to continue हाँ वो जो चल रही थी ठीक है जयप्रकाश जी ने बनाई वही चलने दो This runs contrary to popular perception that when the Jansangh's merger with the Janata Party forged during the emergency collapsed Vajpayee had led the formation of the BJP but Advani says Vajpayee was content to stay within the Janata fold you had merged at that time हां मैं उतर दिया ना into the Janata Party मैंने कहा कि देखिए मैं इस बात का नहीं अच्छा इट वाज वन मैटर व्हिच वी स्लाइटली डिसएग्रीड स्लाइटली क्योंकि उनका बहुत आग्रह नहीं था लेकिन कहा गया रे बार बार कौन नहीं पार्टी नहीं पार्टी बनाएंगे फिर बनाएंगे उसको इट्स ओनली व्हेन द जनता पार्टीज चंद्रशेखर सजेस्टेड अ न्यू प्रेसिडेंट रादर देन वाजपेयी दैट अडवाणी सेड द रीजन फॉर द स्प्लिट बिकेम क्लियर टू हिम लेकिन इट इज इमीडिएटली आफ्टर दैट मैंने कहा देखिए अटल जी आप मेरी बात से सहमत नहीं हो रहे लेकिन दिस इज द रीजन दैट अनलेस यू फॉर्म योर ओन पार्टी हाँ नो नो वी वी डू बिलोंग टू द आरएसएस राइट वी डू बिलोंग टू द जनसंघ राइट एंड जनसंघ वाज फॉर्म्ड बाय द पार्टी बाय बाय द संघ एंड येट इवन द न्यूली फॉर्म्ड बीजेपी वुड सम से डिस्टिंगटिव स्टैम्प when the janata party collapsed and he founded the bharatiya janata party he you know in fact he went to the extent of making gandhian socialism a cornerstone of the ideology of the bjp over the next two decades though vajpayee's reputation as a moderate would be severely tested first in the early 90s with the ram janmabhoomi movement vajpayee it's widely believed kept his distance he was not amongst a handful of bjp leaders present in ayodhya on that terrible day lending credibility to his expression of sadness at the masjid demolition what happened in ayodhya on 6 was very unfortunate it should not have happened we tried to prevent it but we did not succeed We are sorry for that. Why did you not succeed? What happened? Because the section of car sevaks, they went out of control, and they did something which was uh, not to be done. 
a clear assurance was given that no damage will be allowed to be caused to the disputed structure. And that uh, assurance was not kept up. That's why we are sorry. But the reality seems more complex. Vajpayee was filmed in Lucknow on December 5th, a day before the demolition, addressing a cheering group of car sevaks on their way to Ayodhya. A provocative speech where he challenges the Supreme Court order prohibiting large-scale mobilization at the disputed site. Supreme Court ne jo fasla liya uska main dikhata hu. Wo baar jebar rokta nahi hai. Satguru ne Supreme Court ne hame adhikar diya hai ki hum baar jebar kare. Rokne ka to sawal hi nahi. Kal baar jebar karke Ayodhya mein his trademark eloquence deployed to indirectly suggest clearing the ground for a puja. Murli Manohar Joshi, the then president of the BJP, was witness to that speech. How would you interpret that speech? Because some have seen that as a sign that despite what he felt later about that he was very unhappy with the movement, he was actually also participating in it. You see, that is what I say, na, that, that was much pay to reconcile two different, three different, four different modes right. and uh, create one uh, consensus and, and uh, to the extent he could continue with that uh, movement, he did. Huh? So you're saying the speech that he gave in Lucknow was an example of that? Sure. It was a great speech. People have not recognized that speech. Hmm. Uh, I told him at that point of time, And so you went ahead? But I was the party president. Yes. In the Lieberhans Commission set up to probe the demolition, Vajpayee along with Advani and Joshi were described as pseudo-moderates who protested their innocence but yet could not be exonerated of culpability. Look, there is no denying that he is, I refuse to use past tense for him, he is a man of the right. He is a man of the ideological right. But he is a man of a very soft, a little bit right of center uh, ideological right. He is not a man of, man of, a man way to the right. Having said that, I do, I do not believe he ever imagined that Babri Masjid would be demolished. And I think he was truly heartbroken. <laughs> Almost a decade later, the ghosts of Ayodhya would come back to haunt Vajpayee as he helmed India's most successful coalition government. Vajpayee made another great contribution to Indian politics. He proved to the people of India that coalition governments can work. On 27 February 2002, 
Karsevaks returning from Ayodhya burnt alive at Godhra. And then Gujarat itself burnt as questions mounted over the inaction of its new chief minister. I, I, I have seen him very closely those days and he was, uh, he was shattered that such a such thing could happen. His defenders point out that it was Vajpayee who travelled to Ahmedabad forcing Modi to visit those hit by the riots and made his now famous plea. Chief Minister, I have one message that they will do the rule of the rule. And yet, did his failure to stand his ground on Narendra Modi's removal dent the halo? The reality again more nuanced. Vajpayee by one account did broach the subject on the famous flight from Delhi to the BJP's national executive in Goa, held immediately after the riots. After a while, the newspapers should be on the table. So Atulji picked up the newspaper and opened it. Then Arvaniji picked up the newspaper and opened it. So they are sitting like this and each is holding a newspaper, shutting out the other. So I took the newspaper from Atulji. I said, sir, Jini. Please, you have to decide this issue. This was discussed and it was decided. It was definitely decided that when we get down, Advaniji will ring up Modi and say that in the meeting in the evening, offer to resign. But at the Goa executive, Vajpayee gave in after many voices spoke up in Modi's favour. M.M. Joshi suggests almost as if by design. No, no, he was all the time of the view that uh, uh, Mr. Modi should have resigned. Hmm. But when people said, you know, it is not the correct assessment of the situation. Hmm. And in the executive also, there was a discussion. Right. So You were the, there at that executive when this... Pardon? You, you were there ah, in Goa and you I, saw I, the... I was there. And so what happened when that, that uh, when the question came up? The people got up and said, yeah, that was that is well known that yes. there was a uh, uh, I may say uh, uh, a very uh, uh, well uh, uh, presented view about the uh, loss or the uh, harm which will uh, which party will have to suffer if uh, Modi is asked to uh, is asked to resign. Okay, he said okay. Well, that is the beauty of the person. No? There is another way of looking at it that he was not a dictator. You know, he was the tallest leader of the party, but uh, he did not impose his own view on the party. And when he saw that the party was uh, of a different view, he yielded himself to the consensus view of the party. But what startled observers was a speech that Vajpayee gave at Goa the same day where he appeared to blame extremist Islam for lighting the first spark. Gujarat mein kya hua? Agar Sabarmati rail gaadi ke nirdosh, nirih, nirparad yatriyon ko jinda jalane ka shadyantr na rachay rata to Gujarat ki trasdi ko tala ja sakta tha. 
लेकिन ऐसा नहीं हुआ लोग जिंदा जला दिए गए कौन लोग थे वो सरकार पता लगा रही है In an interview to NDTV in 2004, Mr. Vajpayee made a startling admission. He said he did not press for Modi's resignation since he was not aware that there were also casualties in the majority community. लेकिन आपके क्रिटिक्स जो हैं हमेशा कहते हैं वाजपेयी जी एक चीज अहमदाबाद में कहेंगे दूसरी चीज नहीं अब मैं मैं आप ये आपके सबसे बड़ी नहीं नहीं ये तो मेरे बारे में ये आलोचना कई सालों से हुई क्या आप मानते हैं आप एक चीज गुजरात में कह गए दूसरी चीज गोवा में कह गए ऐसा नहीं गुजरात में जब मैंने देखा तब तो मुझे पता नहीं था कि इस तरह से हिंदू जनता जलाई गई है और इसलिए जब मैं गोवा पहुंचा तो पहली दफा वो मुझे वो बात मेरे सामने लाई गई पहले मैं नहीं समझ मैं समझता था कि दंगा हुआ है कोई हिंदू मुस्लिम मरे हैं लेकिन जिस तरह से जिंदा जलाए गए हैं जब वो तस्वीर मैंने देखी तो मुझे लगा कि ये तो बहुत ज्यादा न्याय हुआ है लेकिन फिर भी उसका जवाब ये नहीं था कि मुसलमानों को मारा जाता बट कुड यू हैव डन मोर विद द नरेंद्र मोदी गवर्नमेंट यू आर द प्राइम मिनिस्टर डू थिंक यू कुड हैव बीन टफर थोड़े जो कठोर प्राइम जो निर्णय लेने पड़ते हैं आप कभी नहीं लेते भाई पार्टी में सवाल आया था और पार्टी को एक फैसला करना पड़ा पार्टी दूसरा फैसला नहीं कर सकती थी वी हैव टू ऑल्सो एक्सेप्ट दैट सेक्युलरिज्म is an essential quality an essential attribute of our constitution but the definition of it does not have to be as nehru defined it or maybe for a couple of years as or a short phase as mrs gandhi defined it that you know uh, as societies evolve they can they can find wider maybe better more acceptable definitions without diluting the spirit of the constitution so maybe uh, certainly he had a different understanding of it but uh, he he was not a bjp leader or a leader of the right who will ever see the muslims as his enemies today is there any space for the vajpay legacy in the new bjp those who served under vajpay say there are still lessons on how to lead by consensus see in the cabinet meeting he will not say anything first and the cabinet secretary will read something this is the this is the item and it will go around everybody will give uh, will give uh, go on giving his views and at some stage atul ji will say ha to acha fir aise hi se aage chaliye and what the last person had said became the decision such was his moral authority or how to diffuse a flashpoint with humor you know we were in kuala lumpur for one of these nodel nine summit conferences or something and mr musharraf had made a very big song and dance uh, there was a meeting a uh, press conference and after that we had uh, the, he had an appointment with the president of sri lanka in the meantime bajrang dal and vhp had announced in delhi that they will definitely put the pillars at a particular point or shila pujan hoga you know some uh, stambh ko puja hoga and it was against the orders of the supreme court so then one person got up जा रहे 
In fact, some say that recent events suggest that Vajpayee remains an enduring influence on the BJP and on Indian politics. Jammu and Kashmir, Atal Bihari Vajpayee Ji has shown us a way. And that is right. We want to go on that way. Vajpayee Ji has said that Vajpayee Ji has said, Jammuriyat and Kashmiriyat. You know, when even Prime Minister Narendra Modi he reiterated and endorsed the line taken by Vajpayeeji when he went to Kashmir and said that uh, we want to follow the path of Vajpayee as he articulated, you know, nearly a decade ago, the approach to normalizing the situation in Kashmir is through the principle, the three principles of Kashmiriyat, Jamhuriyat, Insaniyat. This was, this was Atalji's, these are Atalji's words, but Modi repeated them. Similarly, you know, I, I am absolutely certain that he would never, never, never have endorsed the idea of Hindu Rashtra. He would have, he would have in fact condemned the, the calls by some people in the Parivar that we want to take the Hindu population from 82% to 100%. The Vajpayee legacy of straddling the political and ideological divide perhaps never more needed in the Indian political landscape.